same in China, China, different, different stories. stories. We are the we ones that found our way, way, way in a new life. Adoptees Born in China. Born in China podcast. I am here recording without any fans on or too much noise outside, but we'll see how that goes being in the city. We are going to have another record heat high, is what I gather from the news. And I think having a fan on would be distracting, but I am also doing this post-therapy day because that's when it's all really fresh, all the new perspectives that I get from therapy. Not necessarily new perspectives, but another perspective of everything I'm going through. I actually bawled today, cried today, because we were talking about birthdays and how sometimes it feels so hard to have birthdays and they're like a reminder of our origins as adoptees of like being abandoned and the rejection and i would say recently especially in the past i don't know a few months <laughs> i've been going through a lot of those feelings of rejection and abandonment and those seem to be at the forefront of my thought process versus i mean speaking with a therapist they also mentioned like have you thought maybe about like celebrating that birthday is a celebration of life too and how far you've come so how far I come is not something I've really thought about too much either. I think we are all our own worst critic and we're very hard on ourselves. We end up being harsher to ourselves than we are to our friends and I probably is something that we have all heard. But I can say since April that I have been pretty hard on myself and it comes in waves. And also in therapy, the therapist was saying that progression is not linear and that's like, I feel like there are these things that we are told and we just forget about it. And I definitely have forgotten about it because I know coming into each session, sometimes it feels easier to talk. And then other times I'm surprised that I end up crying. And today I did cry because the feeling about birthdays and just like, it feels like there's been a shift in like what I value or what I'm seeing I value has changed in like in friendships and communities that I, have definitely put myself in and become a part of but also it's it has been hard to be a part of a community all different personalities of course and then also just going through change and growth i do think that i was talking about this in therapy of how i've noticed i've noticed that parts of me when I was younger, that were sort of told to be less, not be so abrupt or forward. To be less or not be so abrupt or forward were diminished, essentially. And that present day, I don't really stress about that anymore. I think I'm much more, I'm much more like genuine in my own way. I, I definitely just sort of take charge at times and it tends to pay off more than it bounces back in a negative way and I can tell that this type of genuine authenticity I would say has been gravitating or attracting people and that's not a bad thing. I am still on a I guess I was reading about this about like fasting but I guess it's like fasting from dating essentially and I'm into three months halfway through because I gave myself a six month period I know I've talked about this in a couple of recent episodes, but I did opt to take a break for six months, half a year, 
and after the six months is are over, I might continue. I mean, it has been a lot of energy to look more within myself and think about what, what I prioritize and what I don't because even in the past three months, I've interviewed for jobs. I got really far in one job process and I it was a, at a place that I was really excited about and then when it came down to it, found out it was not a really good fit. It was not going to be a good fit because of the culture. I was there for three days being paid very, very little to do some work and you could just see in the culture. So I feel like this is a big shout out to like those instincts that you have. If you see the notes, literally physic in well, literal notes in my case, and also just observing if there are any red flags even in that type of work because I know we talk about red flags with relationships I feel like more but in both especially if you're interviewing or work related stuff um, you end up being there for a long time a lot a lot of hours of your day and it's important to prioritize the parts of your values right so I think there's a lot of external things that do contribute to decisions we'll make at times and it's very hard to ignore those things but also really looking within is something that we should all keep in mind kind of going backwards because I did write a little outline for this the start with mental health going more into that I've been doing therapy sessions once a week for the past three months and I think that has also helped a lot with my awareness and growth and just processing everything because it really has come in waves some of the grieving of what I had done before the decisions I made and trying to I guess in a way fit in uh, and this is at the time of like turning almost well I'm turning 30 soon but I did notice going through a tough time post a breakup that I was staying out later and drinking more and now I presently I honestly haven't had a drink since April personally it my body doesn't react well to it and also just it's just not something I've really been into even just growing up and I know I've like shifted that to accommodate and I guess be social but I've also noticed that I can be social without it and when I'm tired I leave I don't have to nobody has to stay in situations where they're no longer comfortable and that can be after an hour like me after three hours so it really depends I also have been dealing with the waves of grief of what could have been when dating somebody and I think that's something we've all can relate to something we all can relate to um, a grieving process of like a future you could have had with somebody but also I'm in that point where I see this person everywhere and that can be hard and it's also like being within a community I'm sure a lot of people have done this before but I haven't really done that where I stay in contact or communicate with an ex essentially so that's comes in waves and it can be hard I talk about it in therapy and it's really helpful so now that we're almost 10 minutes in I can shift to my other topics that I outlined. I wanted to talk more about this experience I had recently with 
Right, so I wanted to keep this solo episode shorter, but also part of the archive experience, I wanted to record about this instead of like a voice memo, I'm just doing it now a few days after the event, but New York City had its body painting day on Sunday, this past Sunday, so that was July 23rd, and now it's everywhere in the news, so if you're listening to this and you look up New York City Body Painting Day 2023, it's very likely you will see photos where I am one of the models. Uh, there's There was about 50 of us, 50 models, and 75 artists who all were painted in Union Square, and that's a very public place here in the city. If you're not familiar with it, I'm not sure how people, familiar people are with, but getting that's getting off track. I heard about this event through another model. So it was somebody who I had met. I think this is just one of those stories of like talking to people that you don't know. Uh, you never know what comes of it too, right? But I went to like an audition for modeling, which was something I had not done before for figure modeling. It's, I think that's different from maybe like a casting call or a modeling call for I don't know, like a campaign or commercial, but I was sitting there and there was somebody else and he looked nervous, he seemed new, and I just was like, hey, how are you doing? Have you done this before? Just to start conversation, because I don't know, it's just something in me told me to like start conversing. So he was very new. That was his first audition. He hadn't really done posing, figure modeling. And I was like, well, if you're really interested in modeling, I can share some contacts because I feel like with the modeling thing, I only really share contacts with people who are interested in taking on the work like as more consistent work, not necessarily just like a once every month thing. Um, that's just my personal gauge. And this guy seemed like he he actually was like he's a, he's also an actor. He does some other stuff like he does freelance work. So I was like, here, let me share some links. And while we just started to stay connected, sharing links back and forth, he then said, oh, there's this body painting event. Um, there was actually a few that he had shared with me, but I wasn't able to attend the other ones and they were Actually two day periods those other painting events and I was bummed But I was like I can't attend and I think it was over the past like year and a half that I like kept hearing about these events But I couldn't do it. So this one I heard about same contact He shared that there's a body painting day and this is something that they that the artist who puts it on does every year and the origin story is pretty cool because you'll read about it in any article, but the artist Andy had been arrested in like early 2000s when he was painting a model in Times Square. And then they actually, the charges were dropped and then I think there was a payout and all that stuff because it was like a form of art. It wasn't like a like sexualized nudity, which is a big point to carry on with this whole entire event. So HCA is Human Connection Arts. They put on this event every year for the past 10 years. This past Sunday was actually the last one. And I had applied to be a model because I was like, I was a little bit nervous. I was unsure really what that entailed. So I kind of knew that it'd be a public event where your we models are nude and you're getting painted. So that's what I knew, but I didn't really have too much expectations going in. and. I can say that's like almost relatable to being, uh, I, I feel like it kind of connects but not really, but like when you go to China or you're visiting something related to like your culture that I think your birth country is related to, 
I don't know if sometimes people have expectations, but truly with this event, I didn't talk about it really with anyone. I maybe shared with like two people that I'm actually doing this body painting day and I'm going to be painted in Union Square. But that's like here or there. Um, I ended up going solo. I mean, I knew the one contact because he also is a model and essentially exchanged some messages. I was like, okay, so this is a very public thing. It was only like two days, three days before the event that I was getting a little bit nervous because I was accepted as a model, but I was like, okay, I don't really, like I'm gonna commit, I'm gonna do this because it's brand new. I would say modeling in a classroom, figure modeling in a classroom or art studio and everything. It's like, it's very contained, number one. And number two, all the artists are just painting or drawing you um, from a distance. It's never like anybody too close to you. So for me, that's very comfortable because I can meditate in a way. And also it's, I don't really see the work that they're doing. So yeah, that's part of it. And then I ended up going to the event. There was an artist everywhere. There were models everywhere. And we were actually blocked off with like barricades about five or six feet from all of us. The only people who were allowed in the area were artists and their families or friends and press so photographers from everywhere not to say that people around the barriers because on the outside people could see us too and i have to say there were so many cameras and lenses and everything and uh, it's one of those like i'm pretty sure i'm in a bunch of people's pictures or videos and i know all of us models understand that so there was one other model who said like just ignore it because it's just like a part of the part of it honestly but this is still an amazing thing so like the models that i ended up being near were very helpful and the artists who painted their work and i was their canvas essentially um she is originally from columbia she was actually visiting from columbia for now her brother lives in new york city and has his own tattoo parlor and so i was like i guess the connection there and i think that artist knows andy who's the person who started this whole entire event and so there's like some connections the artist only spoke spanish didn't really speak a lot of english and i don't really speak a lot of spanish so i really didn't talk much while i was being painted and i also didn't really see a lot but the feeling of being painted was interesting it was different um i want to say interesting just because it was like i didn't know what to expect it was like it's very odd to feel like you are you are like nude in public and then you're being painted so but it's like not you're not wearing clothes so i as someone who had never been body painted before was totally like thrown off like i didn't know what to make of it and it was four hours and by the end of it it was really amazing to see what the artists came up with because like from when you're painting you can see parts of like your body like what's being painted on but there's definitely like the stuff behind on my back and my legs like I really see that and then there's like photo shoots and stuff even though everybody had photos everywhere you had press everywhere and afterwards we marched through it was like a march but also just like a walk from Union Square to Washington Square Park which is not too far away um, and then there was like photo opportunities in between yeah and then we all went some of us went on a double-decker bus the top view tours New York City thing I think they had these buses everywhere in all the major cities but I was able to sit on the top of a bus that's like open roof and just get a different perspective of the city 
And that was pretty amazing, I have to say. I thought it was like a really good once-a-lifetime experience, but I can say that it was scary in some ways to be completely in public like that. But the connection is there too, of like being amongst other artists and other models who are all there for the same thing as to show art in a different way. Like it was just pretty cool to see, I think like 50 of us painted all different colors and it's like we are all human and different appearances, shapes, backgrounds, everything. But also to see like all of us just be together. Yeah, that was new. It was very new. It felt very much like something I experienced by myself in a way, but also with other people. And it was, uh, because a good portion of the time too, I ended up really just staring off and like meditating while being painted. Cause it was like very soothing in a way. Uh, the other artist actually was like it's, like, it's like a spa treatment. I was like, yeah, that actually kind of feels right. Yeah, cause the paint was cool. It's really hot outside walking and stuff. You're like, trying to stay together with everybody else and not be too isolated because people were sort of like wanting to take pictures with all of us models as we're walking and at the same time it's like no I need to like get going um and on the bus obviously nobody could like grab us so that's always a relief and then we ended up in Bushwick in the city in Brooklyn and that was like the after party so I wasn't sure how I felt about again like staying at a social event but I ended up actually staying till like pretty pretty late I would say 11 and it was more body painting was done somebody who was just like walking by the event was like I'll get painted and so she like came in and got herself painted and was like wow so it was like people are just I don't know it's like not something you see every day and it's really cool to be a part of like a big event like that so I highly recommend you know taking on opportunities even if they scare you, I think that's some quote somewhere, but it's true because already being a art model, I think people are like, oh wow, that takes some some bravery to like just be painted or well painted from afar uh, for students and with people you don't know, because that's true. I don't really see those people again. It's the same with like the body painting experience. I think it was just like it was like another level of like being painted. Physically, this time, like, actually being painted by an artist, like, because you do get in close proximity. I mean, that's how, that's the only way you can do it. And being looked at and getting various reactions. So, yeah, if you listen to this and you look up New York City Body Painting Day 2023, we'll definitely see some photos and videos that I am very much a part of some of those features. My face is in it, too. I, my face didn't get painted too much, so, like, my face is definitely there. And... It's something I embrace. It's a good memory that I have and I'm really glad I participated. All because of like connecting with somebody at a random audition, just talking to people, new people. I've had a few of those interactions recently and I do think because I've been working a lot with like understanding who I am and how to like view or react or act going forward I guess you do truly bring or attract people maybe I mean that's what I was talking about with therapists like I think that's what's happening but I went to like a dancing class that was free and I 
made some moves on somebody, sort of. Like, I kind of flirted, but not with the intent of, like, going on a date. So, like, ended up meeting this person later on in the week. Um, so I feel like I've been making new interactions, but also understanding and, like, keeping connected to the communities that I really have worked to build my own, I guess, like, build my own in, too. I mean, there's an adoption community here in the city, and there's the running community, too, and checking out other runs and doing other things, I think it helps give space and time. So that all does connect back to mental health, of course, and to wrap it up, I am starting to train again for a marathon, the New York City Marathon. I was eligible to participate in the marathon through a program that the sponsor, the company that puts on the marathon. So I got in through that and I was like, all right, well, this is, this is an opportunity to give myself routine and focus because I, I am still freelancing. That hasn't changed. The, the interviews that I've been doing and stuff, I think were a result of panic mostly because I've been doing okay without working full time. And I think there is actually the therapist mentioned like, that's something to like think about. Maybe it's like, are you, are you okay without the full time work? Would you be, would you need it? So I was very refreshing to actually have therapy today and say at the end of it after crying about birthdays of course that I'm actually looking forward to Thursday and Friday of this week I'm gonna be releasing this next week but I'm gonna be releasing this after I make this note of um I don't have any gigs scheduled for the next two days but I know I have Dragon Boat for instance and I also have running and I did schedule a few gigs for the future, so in all due time, it's going to happen. I also interviewed for like a part-time gig that is remote, so that's something that's out there. In all time, we are going to be okay. <laughs> um, that's kind of what I was talking about in previous episodes leading up to this one, that it's all going to be okay. Life has its waves, no progress is linear, uh, coming into yourself takes a lot of like crying, I want to say, which I definitely do. I know with celebrating a big milestone like 30 is a celebration of life and also how far I've come and I hope for others and that listen or for others that they also are t- able to take time to celebrate life and themselves and not only be thinking about I guess the harder parts of it because I think at the root of it and that's what I was talking about in therapy and definitely why I started crying was just like it's just a reminder of like the abandonment and rejection which right now at the forefront I still have those feelings of abandonment and rejection and from a different situation that's not even adoption related but I think it all connects there too for sure that yeah the feeling of being chosen i mean this is what i was dealing with early on especially back in april but dealing with like it felt like i was chosen and then pretty quickly it switched and the person just sort of like 
took the time to just push me away pretty hard. It was like a very, it was like getting the rug pulled out under from you. Yeah. Getting the rug pulled out from under you. And I think that shock of it was a hard lesson to learn. It's still really hard and hurt sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think we all just have to like embrace these things. Um, it's easier said than done and there's no like one way to do anything and now I'm sort of getting off track but that was the solo episode for this time around. I'm hoping soon I'll be able to talk with somebody who uh, actually went to the same Chinese language learning program that I had done back in I want to say it's been five years since I went to China. Um, that trip that I like went back to orphanage and stuff, but I also went to Guilin and did a little bit of Chinese study. But somebody that I got an email from, which I'm really grateful for, that people reach out and want to talk about their story and share about their experience because so many of us feel like it's nice to like hear your experience or parts of your what you're feeling be vocalized so that's exactly why i do this um but i'm hoping yeah next episode or future episode i'm able to talk with this person and if you are listening and you're a chinese adoptee and you'd like to share your experience please reach out it's adoptedbabiesfromchina at gmail.com or adoptees born in china podcast on instagram and facebook I do check my email. Sometimes I feel like there's mostly just spam in there, but um, if you message on any social media, I will see it there too. Or if you know any Chinese adoptees who would like to share their experience, please reach out. So thank you for listening. I am really happy to have archived the memory of the arts body painting day in New York City. Have a good one. Bye.